this is very exciting that you're finally here with us. And it's been a long time coming. And me and Christian are very psyched to welcome you to Maxwell's Magic Hour. Wee! Oh my god, stop. You make it sound like I'm like important or something. You are very important. You're important to us. You're going to be important to the listeners. That's for sure. Um, just to give a little bit of a background on the fantastic Brooke. Brooke is a uh, is an incredibly talented comedian who's really been rising through the ranks pretty rapidly, I would say, even though there's a pandemic going on. I would trying to slay. Yeah, that's that's you are slaying queen, which yeah. not many straight white men will say you are slaying queen, but I will say it and I'm saying it for you. That's what I'm doing. For yeah. me. I'm a queen. Exactly. So you've also got a, a career in radio, which I was um, I was so psyched to see you, you know, become an on-air personality. So, you know, female comedian, on-air personality. And what I really love, especially about you and your work and why I'm so excited to, to have you on the podcast is that with everything that's been going on, especially in the past year, I really think the listeners, the listeners of the podcast need to hear more people like you, more forward thinking voices, more, especially me and Christian have talked about this so many times. We cannot have a third man on the podcast. We shouldn't even have two. We shouldn't even have two. We've got two because our testosterone levels are low enough that we equal like one dude, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've met you both, so I know. Yeah, yeah. Our test, you know, we keep it nice and level. We say yes, queen, enough, and then our estrogen kind of raises. <laughs> and it balances out. It we're balances nice out. It's great. We're just like hashtag respect women, and you know, then the rest of the guys are like, you guys are lame, and then we don't have any friends but each other. So that's also the really big thing. There, there's a comic that every day he posts on his Instagram story. He's like, should I respect women today? And I'm like, every day. Wait, I'm sorry. Every day. Let's start with this. You're in the comedy world, so obviously you meet a lot of other a lot of other comedians. There is a male comedian who yeah. posts on his Instagram story every, every day. Should you respect women? Is that a serious question or is it satirical? He he thinks he's being funny. It's like this. It's one of his bits, like one of his like ongoing jokes. And I'm like, oh, but it's not funny. And you, you probably respect ladies, even though he's been single for so long. So I think he's just jaded. But I don't know. Respect women is not a it's not a question. Yeah. You do it. But that's besides. Yeah. So he so he posts on his Instagram story every day. Every day. Re, yeah. Every day. Respe should I respect women today? Is it so yeah. jaded? As in, like he's angry that he's been single for so long. Yes, I also think he thinks he's funny. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand where the joke is with that. Should you respect women today? He he thinks it's great. He thinks he's slaying the game. And I'm like, nah, you're not a queen. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a queen at all. I will not he's yes not queen that dude at all. No. Damn. I, I do consider him like one of the guys in the scene that I do get along with sometimes. Like, it's hard to get along with some of these guys because there are a lot of dudes talking about how much they don't like women. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the back like, I'm going to talk about my period when I get up there. Like, Yeah. <laughs> their favorite. 
Do you think that the industry has changed, especially the comedy industry has changed in the past 10 or 20 years with more women rising in the ranks? In the past 10 years, I think so. Um, 20 years? So overall, if you were to add it all up, in the past 20 years, yes. In the past 10 years, leaps and bounds from where it used to be. There's a lot more women. Um, I do, I wish there were even more women because when I book shows, I try to book as many women as possible. But there's some that just like aren't there yet in terms of shows. Mm -hmm. And listen, I've only been doing this for like two and a half years. If you even count the past like year at all. Um, so I don't, I'm not pro like professional by any means. And like, you need like 10 years to be considered good at this, but I do want more women to feel confident enough to do this and put like time and energy into it because it's still not enough ladies and I'm tired of these dick jokes. <laughs> it's the same thing every time my dick is small. That's it. That's the joke. And yeah. they're probably right. <laughs> probably telling the truth yeah but i'm just tired of it but no there's definitely been a lot more like talented ladies especially like big time people but mm -hmm. the scene that i'm in it's not enough yeah yeah so being in in connecticut do you think the connect is is it how do the comedy scenes work like are they broken up in kind of the different factions is it people who perform at a particular club or is it by like region so, okay, so if you are a Connecticut-based comic, um, you have to go to, like, Hartford, West Hartford, New Haven. Like, you have to go to bigger city areas. I'm in Torrington, and there's nothing here. I'm the only comic here. If That's not completely true. But so there's, op there's open mic comics, um, which we all go to them, but there's ones that strictly stay in, like, that area until you're in it long enough to where you feel like you could get yourself on a show. It was like different levels. So for six months, I did not try to get on a show when I first started. I put more ener energy into like writing and trying to be better. But even at that point, I still wasn't good. Uh, I was very okay. I just had confidence a little bit. Yeah. So at si six months, I did my first show. And then after that was like, I would steadily get booked more often. And then I got to a point where I wanted to book shows because I, as a woman, wanted to have more of a presence and make women feel like they could also have more of a presence because they're like, well, this lady's doing it. And I'm like, I am a lady. Yeah. And <laughs> we can do it. So would you say that's a big motivator for you is when you're kind of first starting off getting up on stage? Because that's a, that's a huge emotional thing to like to when you get up on stage in front of a bunch of people trying to tell jokes for the first time. Oh, it's terrifying. Um, I... So I've been performing and doing things since I was like in middle school. Anyway, so I was always like some form of performance-based kid, but it was always like in a group. So the second you're left to be alone, it's nerve-wracking. And plus, it's literally me writing down things that I think are funny. Yeah. And I'm like, you should also laugh. And that's not how it goes because we are not as funny as we think we are. So when you get up on stage, do you pretty much find out in the worst way possible if if your jokes if they're if they're hitting or not with a specific audience? You bomb, you bomb. I've performed yeah. for like ten minutes of silence, <laughs> just me and the wind, because I'm I'm still I'm still writing, I'm still trying my best, but especially in the beginning, like the the first three times I did okay, 
And then after that, bomb after bomb after bomb. And I was like, oh, I need to write more. Um, but there's still, you have to get your own rhythm. You have to figure out who you are on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to get that presence, which I have now. Like, I do have, like, for sure confidence in uh, stage presence. Like, up the hoo-ha. But I, <laughs> in the beginning, I was so nervous. And you just, you just... Now I get in the moment, I'm a different person on stage and I'm just like super happy to be there. And then the second you're done, you have like a little bit of adrenaline rush and like everything's great. But you definitely, the amount of times I've just been standing on a stage with a spotlight on me in a room full of sour faces, countless. So it's 10, uh, 10 minutes of silence. A, that must feel like a thousand years. And yes. what's going through your head while you're bombing? Do you just kind of say, let's keep going? Or do you have like specific thoughts? In the beginning, I would I would end early. Okay. Uh, I would be like, well, it's my time. Goodbye. Because you yeah. get so nervous because you're like, wow, I'm really shitty at this. But then... At, at one point, you're just so comfortable being up there that you're just like, well, if you don't think it's funny, this is your problem and we have to live with this. And you try to like change things as you go to see if it works for them. Sometimes it doesn't. You try to make fun of people even worse. Yeah. And then it's just it's like, hey, you're ugly. And they're like, well, I didn't like you before. I don't like you. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so no. would you like panic and start you know, and start roasting people in the audience? Yes, I've done that. Really? Have, oh, yeah. I'm like, you look like you're having a bad time. They're like, your fault. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you got me. You got me. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's, my fa- that's my favorite story is, is you look like you're having a bad time. Yes, it's your fault. Yeah, we've done this you're, you're the reason. <laughs> So, well, in the moment, I was—I mean, it's funny to me now, but I'm sure in the moment, like that's a—that's a horrible feeling. And <laughs> after after show, what kind of self-reflection even happens after that? Do you just say I'm going to give up, or I just keep going? Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> it's been so many times after a show where I was like, "How oh, I'm going to get a little drunk? I'm going to sit in my car and wallow." Uh, but yeah. now I don't. If there's a joke that I know works and for some reason they're not liking it, I'm like, ah, that's on you guys. You're a shitty crowd. Um, and there's some jokes that I know like aren't finished yet. They're not polished. So I'm like, well, I, this is probably my fault. Yeah. It could be, and then I think back to it. I try to record myself. So I listen back to the audio. And there's been times where I'm like, oh, I did a good job. I listened back to it. And I'm like, oh, no, no one laughed. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Trash, trash. But it's good that I have them. And I've gotten used to the sound of my voice, which is very difficult. Because um, that's a lot of it, too. When you listen back, you just hate how you sound in general. Yeah. So which, I'm sure you had a time where you didn't like the sound of your voice. I still don't. I... <laughs> Understandable. It's yeah. Very, very white man. It's, it's, it. it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here to make fun of you. Yeah. That's literally why I invited you on. I was like, we got to get a comedian on here to like make fun of us. It's going to be great. We absolutely love it. No, it's, it's, it's totally, it's totally true. You can tell that it's true because when I say cream cheese, 
and I say it like that. It's just so white man. It's very, I know, it's almost offensive, um, isn't it? Horrendous. It, wasn't it awful? Nightmare. It's, it's, it's like, there's no way I can say in a cool way, hey guys, why don't we go to church this Sunday and come home and have a little bit of cream cheese, huh? How about, how about that, bucko? How about that, buddy? Man, so just pale. You're like a stack of papers smeared with mayonnaise. Yeah. Like you are just, and glistening in the sun, just awful. I sound like one of those guys who tell shitty stories at house parties. That's what I sound like. I have that voice where, like, I go to a house party. I'm like, so the other day, my coworker was like, why don't you hand me a, hand me a stapler? And uh, I'm like, Phew. I don't have one of those. Crazy, right? And then nobody laughs. I'm embarrassed, you know. I don't know how to tell you this, but you are that guy. And- <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, we, I, I know all the house parties we've been to together, and you've you've witnessed it every single time. It's been awful well, every time. I'm in the classroom with you, so. Yeah, that's true. You laughed twice, I would say, <laughs> in the 40 classes we had together. I'm assuming they were pity laughs, though, but that's okay. Oh, sure, yeah, that's I'm, all right. I'm, I do this for like, I was going to say professionally, but that's not true. Um, I do this on a regular basis. I make jokes. So when a man tries to be funny and I'm just like, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I will not laugh at you if you're not good. Yeah, you, no. You gave me some giggles sometimes. No okay, well, that is that is good. I'm trying my best. Just like any straight white man, I'm trying my best. That's not true. Uh, but no, ah. <laughs> absolutely not true. So, uh, you know, the, the, the big thing, especially about, you know, being a comic during this time period is, I mean, the pandemic must've changed a lot and must've thrown a socket wrench and everything that was going on with well, not, I, a lot of different industries, but especially live comedy. Is that right? Yes. I, my last show was like second week of March. And even then people were still like not touching each other and like no one was wearing a mask yet, but we were all like, well, we can't touch each other. And I'm like, Oh, there's still germs in the air. Yeah. Uh, that was my last show. Um, and then I couldn't do comedy for, Oh my God. I think it was like four months, five months. And then a bunch of people were doing like virtual online shows, but I thought those were trash. And <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. It's just my honest opinion. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm very much the kind of person where I need to be in person and feel the energy. Otherwise, I'm just ah, talking to a computer and I feel like a weirdo. But right. Like right now, yeah. it's really loud in my dining room. Yeah. <laughs> my voice. Um, but... I, I wanted to put forth more effort. And when I got to a point where people were comfortable just like being around other people in a social distance kind of environment, that's when I had my backyard open mic mm-hmm. so that I could finally do comedy again. Were you the one who conceived of the idea for a kind of a backyard comedy night? Uh, no, I wasn't like first person to think of that. I just knew that I needed to do something. So right. I, I had an open mic that I hosted on a regular basis every uh, Thursday night at um, this place called Milky Gallery, which is closed now. They actually moved to a different location, like around the corner. But mm-hmm. it's it's still like being renovated and stuff. But I'm like, well, I can't not do something. So I set up my backyard, and uh, I got a really good turnout. I told them the max amount of people I put on the list was like ten people, and then I got 
all of those comics, I got audience, which, and we all spaced out in my yard really nice. It actually looked adorable. It looked like a nice backyard wedding. Yeah, because it kind of um, looked like these cool shots. You had, you know, those nice lights. Yes, the yeah. light made it. And then I, I had sanitizer for the mic and, like, wipes and everything. And I, I took a lot of precaution. And people yeah. wore masks, and it was great. Yeah. How many people were there in the audience? Um, at least, I think it was, like, six or seven people that were just there to watch comedy, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for an open mic, we'll take what we can get. Right. And because no one wants to watch open mic comedy because that's literally like your uncle could get up there and be like, I got jokes, but they're bad and racist usually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my racist <laughs> uncle. No. And awkward times. But that actually went really well. And that was the only one that I did. <laughs> it was really, I'm an anxious person and it was so nervous just to have all that, pe those people in my backyard. And then like, yeah. if they use the bathroom, they had to come in my house. And I was like, Oh, just, yeah. I, full panic. So I want to do another one, but I am also very busy, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it is it were those people the six or seven people there who were there to watch comedy? Like they, they weren't were my friends. They they weren't friends. Like no, they were my friends. They were I, your friends. Yeah, strangers. There was a few people that asked if they could come that I didn't know, and I was like, nah. So you kept it exclusive to just just people you know. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of the comics, like most. Except for like maybe two of the comics I didn't know really well, but I, I know so many of them in the States. So it's like, we're not like best friends or anything, but you're a comedian. I want to help you perform. So get over to my place. Yeah. And they all appreciated it. I fed them pizza after. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Which is I'm nice. like, you're not getting paid anything, but like pizza. Yeah, that's right. A pizza party. It fixes everything. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Give me a pizza, that's a date, and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how has the uh, how has the pandemic kind of affected affected that world uh, that world for you? Because I I it's weird looking outside, kind of looking in, because I've noticed that like match commercials, like Match.com commercials, and 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 all of that. It's a it's a strange thing. Even being in a relationship is is strange with the pandemic going on. Yes. Yeah, so as far as dating. Um... I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very single. There's not even like kind of a person anywhere. Um, I do have like go to uh, dick appointment people, but <laughs> but I've seen them so often that I'm like, well, you're safe. I know where you go, so it's okay. Yeah. But like new people is hard. Um, Let's be honest. I haven't made the best decisions throughout the, the pandemic, but I have not gotten the virus. So, good. but it's like a roll of the dice each time. Yeah. When you, <laughs> when you meet up with people, you mean? Yes. Cause I try to like have some distance in the beginning and then like second, third date, I'm like a kiss, but will it kill me? Oh yeah. Also, STDs are still a thing. Right, uh, right. That's <laughs> so. It's like there's the virus, but then there's like the penis virus, and then there's like still it's. And now it's flu that. season. Yeah, that's. Everyone's got a runny nose, and you're just like, can't touch you. No. Put on a full body condom, and I'll think about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I've seen those. They uh, Trojans coming out with them soon. They're great. Got one hanging in the closet. Yeah, there you go. You re. Oh, I didn't know they were reusable, but yeah, you can rinse them. 
You can put it on in the shower and just wash it down. Okay, that's good. Actually, that makes weirdly a lot of sense that you would people just wear it in the shower, wash it down like that. It's like a raincoat. All right, this is a business idea. We're going to have to cut off the podcast now because I don't want anybody hearing this part. I want this to be to be our business idea. It was your idea, but but now that I've heard it, you can't you can't go forward with it without without me being involved. Lisa's no, an investor. I will I'll write you in. Yeah, you'll, you'll get a percentage of the uh, twenty dollars we'll make. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I get one dollar for it, maybe I can get something to TJ Maxx and get a shirt at TJ Maxx. You can. I totally got a shirt for a dollar, TJ Maxx. Did you really? That's <laughs> yeah. I didn't even want it that bad, but it was a dollar, and I was like, yeah. home, man." TJ Maxx is is like a, it's like a Goodwill, but nice. That's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. Goodwill and TJ Maxx, the only places that buy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it totally makes sense. And like with the with the pandemic going on, I mean, it's it's uh, everybody's habits have uh, everybody's habits have changed. Have and now I know you. Um, you know, you were on air. Um, for for radio for uh, uh for a little bit, which is which is really awesome. It was. Yeah. They don't want me back only because of everything going on. I assume. Because at one point I did like send a message to them. I was like, hey, am I fired? Or is it just because of the pandemic? Yeah. And they're like, no, we just haven't been allowing um, most like part-time people into the office. And I'm like, understandable. Because yeah. I was on 95.9 The Fox and 99.1 PLR takes over like their main time slot, I think, right now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So that was mine. And now... Yeah. Gone. When you were on the air, what was that experience like, though? Because I know that you had so much experience in comedy beforehand, and then you kind of get on the air, and now your audience is massive, but there's they're not there. They're not there with you. There's no energy you can gather from. It is a different experience. In the first like first two like, weekends that I did it, I, I felt so strange because it's silence. And you, you shut everything off and you're talking and it's just like, and then everything's recorded. So uh, my first air check was on the air with Chaz and AJ. Mm -hmm. They made me listen to myself. Yeah. I else got to listen to myself and I was like, this is awful. And I did terrible. My first two breaks were just shit. But by the end, fine. But I do miss it very much. And then, but by the like third weekend going in, I was like, there's no one to judge me in person. Like, I think I'm hilarious. You're going to listen to it whether yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> and no one can tell me otherwise. And then, yeah. like, all the notes that I got back were usually, like, pretty good. No one ever said I fucked anything up. And I was like, cool. Nothing caught on fire. It's a great day. Yeah. And, yeah. I miss it. I I crave to be back on air. And then I've been a guest for Chaz and AJ a few times since everything shut down. Mm -hmm. But obviously it's like over the phone, not like a long thing. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I, do, I miss it a lot. But. Yeah. It makes things, it makes things complicated for sure. Cause you know, especially with radio being such a local, a really a powerful, like local drive you know, speaking to kind of a local audience. And I noticed it seems like it kind of has that in common with, with comedy is, is the local sense of it. You know, did you notice like, for example, when you were, 
you know, listeners on the radio, like, you know, Chaz and AJ is, is a good example where they're going to have a lot of the same listeners, like all the time. It's going to be the same people calling in, maybe some new people, but a lot of the same people are going to be calling in. Did you notice, especially at your comedy shows pre-pandemic, did you start kind of gaining a, a following or, or, or people that would come to your shows consistently? Um, There were, there was actually a few people that I would see that would uh, come around and um, as a local small time comic, uh, it is hard to get people to always come out to shows. Mm. Just people are homebody. Yeah. But there were people that, were, that would always ask me like, oh, are you doing the show anytime soon? And um, in my spare time now I host trivia and I do it like three, almost four nights a week now. And a lot of people through that they're like, are you doing any shows? And it's like the same people every time I'm out. And so, and then I did start to get like people that were constantly listening to me when I was on the radio. And then those people would reach out to me via Facebook or whatever. And they would ask, well, when are you doing something? So it is, I do get some people that are very um, inquisitive about my schedule as far as shows and whatever I'm doing, which is cool. Yeah. Super cool. I love it. It's really awkward sometimes though. Awkward in what way? <laughs> men. Gah, gotcha. Men are really awkward in that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I haven't gotten any dick pics because of it, but I have gotten some uh, advances that I didn't want. They're like, you're funny. Let's go on a date. And I'm like, you're a stranger and not attractive. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Is it usually that sequence, stranger, unattractive? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I copy and paste it from past messages. So I'm just like, no, no. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at is is, is long. It's like it's, you know, it's kind of like cold calling people. You kind of have the same system for every person. Same speech every time. Or yeah. I lie to them and I'm like, I am a lesbian or I have a boyfriend. And the lesbian yeah. is only like half a lie, so – yeah, that's okay. I'm like so, 50% there. Yeah, so. 50% there. You know, that makes sense because men are trash. So I, I totally, I understand why you can't be 100% sold on men. First, yes, men are trash, but also boobs are great. So yeah. fight. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm a straight like, white man. Yeah, I should, <laughs> I, you know, the my my people wear uh, flat brim hats and, and say, you know, Basically, literally, that's all they talk about, you know. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, I'm very terrible. If I were a lesbian, I'd be a terrible lesbian. I'm terrible at hitting on women. I have to be drunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just like, do you like girls? And they're like, no. And I'm like, bye bye. And <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that process. That's uh, it's very simple. It's easy to remember. That's what I like about it. Every man should walk up and be like, you like boys? And <laughs> they say no, either they're being honest or they don't like you. And right. Way, you've got your answer. Yeah. It's a good vetting technique. I really think that men should take advice on hitting on uh, women from women way more yes. often. I actually think they should take it 100% because it, it's – if you're taking advice from a man on hitting on a woman and it works, it probably means that that dude's a player. Like it, it, there's a good chance that he's a piece of shit. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really funny because my friend offered to like help me, but he's married. 
So I'm like, you got to know something. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of secret. He tricked one. I need to know that. <laughs> yeah. He tricked her. Yeah. Get her. I want to trap somebody. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of us do. A lot of us do. I mean, I, I. You have a person. You trapped her. I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely trapped her. What do you think? She picked me? No, absolutely not. Have you seen me? No, I, I definitely tricked her. I got her a lot of flowers and called her pretty very frequently. And it was like, <laughs> That's it was the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It starts like, start like that. So I get it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, when we first met actually is when I was literally, I think when we first met, when I was, when I was your teacher back in the day, because everything pre pandemic feels like a thousand years ago, uh, Literally, that's when I, me and Molly, my current girlfriend, um, were going on our second date, I'm pretty sure. I know. No, you were going on your first date. I remember this because you told us the story. You were like, yeah. yeah. Did you guys meet on Tinder? No, we did not. We actually met on technically Instagram, technically, Ooh. which is crazy these days. I mean, to meet on Instagram instead of Tinder. Did you slide uh, into her DMs? I did. I did slide into her DMs. Oh, a brave man. Mm-hmm. It, it was for you. Well, you know what? What's funny is it was done through trivia, funny enough, is oh. Molly is a huge trivia player. She loves trivia. Funny up best trivia ever, right? Who we all we all know and love. And um Alyssa was hosting a trivia night and then she was coming over to record and she posted this Instagram story and I saw a picture of these two girls and I, I looked at, at, at Molly and obviously didn't know her and I literally look at her and my first thought is holy shit this girl is gorgeous like holy shit because her, her I mean it was really so like her hair was ironically she tells the story all the time because it's a great like meet cute story that was the one she never used to like kind of dress up before trivia that was the one day where a she they didn't usually win trivia and this time they win second place so they get on the instagram story and b that day she happened to like do her hair which you've met her before she has the hair of like a lion it's the biggest it does. It's so curly it's beautiful it's it's the biggest thing i've ever seen in my life and i was just looking at her and i was like i was like i love a, a woman with like big hair and the whole thing because i guess i should have been born in the 80s doing cocaine as a baby i know that doesn't make a lot of sense but I love the big hair Pink thing. And delicious. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like looking at her and I said really as kind of a joke cocky thing. And I said, um, uh, hey, get me the girl on the uh, left's number. Okay, thanks to to Alyssa. And uh, Alyssa says, that girl just messaged me asking if she could get a copy of that photo so I can hook you up if you want. And of course, being any man as any man is. I'm not actually that confident, right? We're all faking it. All men are faking it. That we we all are. It's absolute Women bullshit. Women are also faking things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so we we I you know was just like oh I was just being you know joking around. I was like oh no no I've been single for like on and off for like six years. And I was like you know of course I'm like about to pussy out and be a coward and the whole thing. <laughs> And I told her, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I've, I've been single for so long. I was so busy with my career. I just, dating wasn't really going well. So I was like, all right, just, you know, hit her up for me. I had just gone on a Tinder date with a girl who was missing a tooth and was one of her front teeth, like, noticeable. I, I, would say. I was missing a tooth. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a fake tooth, so I, I sympathize with her. <laughs> 
<laughs> she well, she didn't put her fake tooth in, I guess, that day in the whole thing. She dropped it. It's fine. <laughs> she, yeah, she lost. She had, it was just in her pocket that day. That whole thing. Yeah, travel, travel <laughs> thing. But she. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, you know, in a, and I just wasn't vibing well with anybody I was on a date with. And, and she, you know, Alyssa says, all right, I can hook you up. And she literally, and, and here's the thing. Here's why women are much better than men at hitting on women. Much better. She screenshots my fucking message and sends it to Molly and says, hey, uh, I don't know if you would already, what's your situation? Are you interested? And here's the thing. Another great thing about this is that Alyssa's a fellow woman and women are going to trust other women about a guy like usually. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she, you know, Alyssa had been hosting trivia. She knew her and, and Alyssa was like, Hey, he's like a good guy. He's like not a creep or anything like that. And, uh, that's, uh, and yeah, so I, 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 I got her endorsement and the whole thing. And then I DM'd Molly and then we were messaging for a while. What's that? She was backing you the whole time. Yeah. So, and that's, that's literally how it happened. And, uh, adorable. So now it's, it's just, uh, for someone who's been single for so long, I'm not the worst in a relationship. I do get her flowers and emotionally support her. I know crazy. Oh my God. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that crazy? I'm like nice to her. Oh, you don't hit her? I know. <laughs> I don't emotionally abuse her or call her a bitch or cheat on her. I don't even have a side chick. I'm basically God. That's what I'm saying is that oh, I'm. God. Congratulations on doing the basic requirements of a relationship oh. and flowers. Brilliant. Proud. Like it's crazy on her birthday. I got her flowers and she didn't even have to ask. Isn't that crazy? Unheard of. It, it really is. That's literally why she was so happy about it. It's very unheard of. I don't, I don't see that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's it, seriously, it's in, and, and that's what is crazy. And that's why I, I, uh, I, when we had first met, we were telling me about like, you know, your different dating. And I always felt terrible. Cause I was like, no, it's, you know, I'll always joke to my students or just everybody around me. I was like, men are trash, but in all seriousness, yeah, of course I actually literally mean that, you yes, know, and it, it's, it's, it's just, she's had exes before where she had to ask them for flowers on her birthday. Like ask, like, you know, a question, one of those, you That's say a question, not a statement, but like a question. I, I would, at one point I'd be like, flowers now. <laughs> actually, I actually do have flowers. Um, do you really? I, I do, but my friend bought them for me. Okay. My non-sexual lady friend uh, got me flowers when I was sick. Oh, okay. All right. So I have flowers. That and is I good. Have to ask. That is good. <laughs> but I'm just not having sex because of them. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the big thing. That's the big thing. I think yeah. that's even sweeter, though. It's like I don't have to give you anything in this deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I think that's a big thing too. Is that is that men especially need to realize like don't get flowers to say you're sorry. Don't get flowers because you expect something in return. Get flowers because you are showing her that you're thinking about her, that you that yes. you care. Like that's the intent behind it. That's why you get them a card. A card costs what? Like ten dollars? Like sorry, I almost just said ten dollars. <laughs> I did say ten dollars. Oh. Whatever, even if it's ten dollars, fuck it. Nine at most. What is yeah, it's. 
I'm getting my girl fancy ass cards. My cards are sponsored by Swarovski. That's why. It's just got crystals on the edge of it. Then she, yeah, then she definitely won't throw it away. Yeah. So it's, 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 you know, so that's why I feel for you whenever you tell me these stories is because I feel bad because it's, it's really not a lot of effort. All it is, is just, it's the right thoughts. It's, it's these small little things that cost men pretty much nothing yet mean the world to their girl. You gave me a $5 bouquet from the uh, gas station, and I'm like, you thought about me? Right. Ah, it's adorable. Yeah. Congratulations, you being you and being nice. Crap. Thank you. <laughs> I am I am like a 4 out of 10, which makes me a catch, essentially. That's... <laughs> Are you talking in terms of looks or... Just everything. Just everything. Because men... <laughs> men are, are are always we're always going to be less we're always going to be less than women in the in that way because because women are much more beautiful than than men i feel like we can we can definitely agree on that um, really i've seen some really pretty men in my days and i'm just like oh god i'm like a lobster compared to you like you're just so <laughs> that's 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 too much grooming though it's too much you're probably yeah. right yeah <laughs> i do like men with like bushy eyebrows and like they have really? no to do with their hair and yeah. So you like that? I do. I what do you do. like about it? I don't know. It just it, it's something that I want to take care of later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> so you want you want like a physical thing to fix or like you know plucking eyebrows and like popping pimples. Um, that's a lot of women don't. I'm not weird. Yeah, that's. I want you to have big eyebrows and acne, and then I'll take care of it for yeah. you. <laughs> Listen, you like what you like. Nobody's got a right I'm not to judge you. For a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, you're really not. <laughs> We're at the bottom of the barrel right now. Yeah, that's right. Men, literally, in order to to accomplish that, just don't wash your face at night and don't shave. Yeah, so. perfect men for me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it hurt me to say it. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah, well, that's you know, I can definitely appreciate that kind of the bushiness. Like, it's probably a manly. Is it kind of because it's kind of like manly, like butch? Like, I, yeah, I think it comes off as like just more of a dude. Not that, not that I'm looking for like a super masculine person because I do like feminine things that guys will do. Mm-hmm. But honestly, anyone, I'll take anyone. It's- <laughs> Well, let's not break it down. As long as you're kind of funny and you don't smell bad, then that's good. And they're nice to you. They get you I flowers would... without you asking. That would be nice, but that's asking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it you're is, right? but that's here's the thing. It is, but that's what you deserve, Brooke. Thank you. That's what you deserve. I'm thinking about being a sugar baby one of these days. We'll see. <laughs> that's listen. It's it's getting real popular in the virtual sense these days. I had someone comment on a picture on Instagram the other day and they just said OnlyFans. And I'm like, I, it, wait, that was it? Just they just said OnlyFans? OnlyFans. And I was like, is this a compliment? Are you offering me money? Not even a period, uh, explanation point, nothing. Just a lot of extra S's. Just OnlyFans. Like, ah. Okay. I don't, know what I, I still don't know. I don't know if they're telling me I should go for it. And I'm like, I don't know if you know how weird I am, but <laughs> I think <laughs> men are too. We're too simple that we don't understand our messages are more complex than we realize. I was reading into it so much. I was like, I don't know what you mean by this. Yeah. 
Well, that's definitely not the man for you because he's bad at communications. Not because he commented on your profile, on your public profile, only fans, but because he's poor at communications. Oh, my God. I've been thinking about selling feet pics. Like, I've been thinking about so many things, and I'm like, yeah. maybe OnlyFans is the place for me. I mean, it might be. It might be. Listen, you never know because... I'm just having an audience, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's definitely a particular type of audience, I would say. I'm sure there's there's a lot of creeps in both, though. Yeah, and my mom can watch comedy, but she can't watch that. So I'd rather my mom be able to <laughs> support me. <laughs> That's the most solid reasoning to stick with, with just doing comedy. Comedy, yeah. Yeah, I've talked myself back into it. Just comedy. Okay, all right, good, good. Well, I, you know, I, I, I want to let you make your own choices. That's why I'm not trying to sway any any decision. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know that I'm the, the lame white guy where people think of me as, as a father figure. You know it. You know it. That's, that's literally what happens. You do look like you could play a dad on any TV show. What'd I tell you? What I tell you again, I, I just that's the thing, you know, I that's why I offer people all the time. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to put on my new balance. Let's go fishing in the morning. Well, I, I do think that we've had a good <laughs> we've had a good opportunity to learn. This is so 2020. My roommate ran by and he's shaving his face and he's covered in shaving cream and he's trying to get her to calm down. This weird. is this is this it's is so twenty twenty. I'm literally keeping all this in, by the way. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> my my life is a cartoon. Hi. It's a brilliant cartoon. So <laughs> <laughs> So again, uh so Brooke, your your stage name is is uh Brooke Llewellyn. Brooke Llewellyn. That's yeah. right. It's easier to find than Brooke Smith. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. So much easier to spell on the whole thing, and you know exactly where it is. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. So Brooke Llewellyn and your Instagram uh, handle. I do want to pull it up. Um, it's also Brooke Llewellyn. Brooke Llewellyn, and I'm actually going to spell it for people, Thank uh, you. so they have an understanding. So you want to go on and follow at Brooke Llewellyn. You Llewellyn spelled. Uh, L-O-U-E-L-L-E-N, Ellen, um, the mean lady from TV, uh, and Brooke, uh, B-R-O-O-K-E. Uh, so I literally just did that backwards. All right, let me let me, let me start this whole over. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was great. I fucking give up. I can't even, I can't do anything right these days. All right, Brooke Llewellyn. It's Brooke before the Llewellyn. You're going to get no Instagram followers because of me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's fine, McGee. It's That's, yes, it's fine. McGee Maxwell. That's what I'm. Uh, they can't figure it out. Big dummies, which are my type. So. That's right. So you should figure it out. So that you can go on, follow Brooke Llewellyn, Brooke Llewellyn at Brooke Llewellyn. Follow her on Instagram, Brooke. Thanks so much for recording with me today. This has been a blast. You always make me laugh, which is why I always love chatting with you. Um. This oh, is blushing. this is uh yeah so this was this was a lot of fun and we're excited to we're excited to have you on and uh, we think that you're going to not only add some much needed a a much needed female voice a necessary female voice for the podcast because again yeah. two men is already too many exactly 
It is, which is why we try to we take a lot of estrogen supplements before we before we do the podcast. To you have boobs now? What's that? Do you have your own boobs now? No, it's really. I think the supplements are. I I don't think they're real. I really don't. We did get them off a guy from a street corner, so they haven't grown in yet. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Mine haven't come in either. I, I that's <laughs> that's you taking the same supplements. The same guy, right? On Third Avenue. Yeah, Jimmy on the corner. Fucking piece of shit. Oh my god, we're gonna have to fight him now. But now we can do it together as a team. As a team. As a team. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so next up on the show, we're gonna tell the story of how we beat the shit out of Jimmy for selling us some fake estrogen. Fake estrogen. estrogen. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So if you believed that story and you were dumb enough to believe that story, apparently you are Brooks type now. That's yeah. that's what we want to advertise. Your husband. That's right. If you reach out to her, please just get her flowers. She shouldn't have to ask, right? I don't need to ask. I'm worth it. She is worth it. Hold open doors for her. Don't make weird sexual comments on a first date. That's not. That's my job. That's, that's right. That's right. Let the woman initiate the weird sexual comments. That's how she. Exactly. Can, that's how she does it. When I was on my second date with Molly, she was she showed me pretty early on that she was comfortable with us talking about literally anything. We started talking about Area 51 and clapping alien cheeks. And she was so into that conversation. And as a quick side, very, very quick side story, because it's my favorite story of all time. I knew Molly was the one. When she, I know on my sec, on our second date, that's a little early, but I did know that she was the one because she was so comfortable with me that she goes, oh yeah, I have a tattoo. And I was like, oh, that's cool. What is it? And she's like, oh, it's a shark on my thigh. And I'm like, that's cool. And she goes, do you want to see? And I had to wait a second and go, oh no, we're at a, we're at a restaurant. It's, it's okay. And she goes, oh yeah, that's right. So fellas. If you are nice to your girl and you are good to her and she feels comfortable, Trust me, she'll come to you. She'll and show you her thighs. <laughs> show and show you her thigh tattoo. It was crazy. I saw her ankle that night. Couldn't even believe it. Oh my Couldn't God, even believe it. I, I I just I I I'm not lucky enough to see a thigh, but but that's why I love Molly. Is because she thought I was worth. She thought I she thought I was worth seeing that tattoo on our second date. And the is she listening to this right now? She will after this. She will, and it'll make her laugh, and then she'll probably go. So remember how my parents listen to this podcast? And I'll go like, oh, yeah, that's right. So it's it's not that bad. It's only a thigh and an ankle. I am so sorry. They're going to listen to me and be like, ah, little little weird hoe. Little <laughs> I really don't think that's the first thought that's going to come to their head. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Hey, see, there you go. There you go. That's a good advertisement again for the dating world. So everybody be nice to Brooke. Thank you again yeah. for coming by the podcast. And oh. um, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for everything. And follow her at Brooke Llewellyn. I fucked it up the first time, but obviously the fifth time's a charm. You know the saying? Uh, so uh, make sure to listen to her on the podcast. Follow her and we will see everybody next week. Thanks, Brooke. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>